0: Alright, this is Marvel slash Paranormal Jack. coming back at you again. I just completed my Killer Clouds Space reviews uh, with along some ramblings as, as well. I don't really do scripted shows, so I guess that's sort of the charm that I do things around here. I try to transition into topics uh, that might be important. But, uh,. Aside from all of that, you you guys must have uh, had, like, a run-in with uh, Kalina. And uh, she spells it with a K-I-L-I-K-I-N-A. And um, she doesn't like uh, to be referred to as a young kid. Okay, her voice may sound like it, but coming from somebody like me, who is her boyfriend, she is 24 years old, and I am 38 years old right now. So, uh, if this doesn't uh, prove to you how old she is, uh, just listen for our podcast podcast together. We've been trying to make that happen, but I don't know what her schedule is, is like uh, with her being uh, away right now. I will not say what state or where she is or what she's doing right now. I don't think her family would very much appreciate it, but uh, let's just say that she is on a vacation and I um, She's been doing uh, stuff uh, since we've been having this long-distance relationship right now. And it's not like she's living there, no, far from it. She's living in Missouri, but uh, um, about about 15 minutes worth from where I live right now. Uh, am I going to explain to you uh, where I live? No, uh, not necessarily. Not my true location, but I, I live in St. Louis at one point, and now I'm a little further away from St. Louis. Let's just put it that way. Not downtown St. Louis or anything like that, uh, but a little further away from St. Louis over the river. But uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I want to say as uh, for the uh, as as far as this uh, segment uh, goes. This is uh, Marvel slash Paranormal uh, signing out for now. Thanks. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. over all the other jokers. I mean, there have been some pretty decent uh, jokers animated and non-animated alike, but uh, Cesar Romero, Jimmy One, did you know that um, he was actually instructed to uh, shave his mustache off uh, for the bright night Um, six days uh, daytime uh, Batman show and uh, he just outright refused to very noticeable under all that makeup. But uh, <laughs> here's here's what I think. No, no matter uh, what they try to uh, tell him, he was going to keep that mustache anyway. I, I guess it has something to do with his trademark or something. I don't know what it was like back in the 60s, but uh, I, I guess to... Uh, expressed his true nature of being a serious actor he wanted to keep his mustache um, but he was funny he made me laugh as as a kid uh, who else made me laugh in in the 60s Batman show uh, it was the penguin oh yes the penguin always made me laugh it's just the way how he kind of like all right grunts or squawks or (laughs) whatever you want to put it. I'm getting off track and I don't care. This is my podcast. I'll, I'll make it however I see fit. But, uh, let's see, there's a Mark Hamill joker. Now, I could get into further details about, um, Mark Hamill, but, uh, people consider him the voice of the Joker in the animated realm. Now, there have been some decent uh, voice of the Joker uh, since Mark Hamill as well, but Hollywood just finds a way to pay all the money to him and uh, so we can get back voicing the, the Joker because Uh, in some uh, aspects uh, like our selfish selves uh, as uh, in the comic book realm or not yeah he is the Joker if you're going to have anything animated but uh what happens uh, when Mark uh, Hamill can no longer voice act or act anymore depending on on health and uh, heaven forbid that if he passes away I mean would somebody replicate his voice I mean there goes someone who could take over for him if something like that were to happen I mean uh, to a lot of comic book fans. Um, Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker, even. Yeah, uh, Mark Hamill, he, uh, he is um, going to always be the definitive Joker voice in an animated cartoon since uh, Batman, the, anima- the animated series. Uh, granted, it took me a little while to get used to his voice. I mean, I thought his voice was weird at at first, but but then it sort of grew on me after a while. Like, this is, oh, who he is. This is the Joker. There are occasions where even his darkest of humors make me laugh. But, hey. (laughs) I mean, it's the the new uh, DC realm, and WB was uh, trying something new that they think kids would enjoy and I enjoyed it. I, I mean, I must have been preteens back then, but no matter what age I was, I, I enjoyed Mark Hamill as the Joker. Uh, the voice of it, anyway. And, uh, let's go to Jared Leto, and I, um, don't particularly see him as the Joker, Clown Prince of Crime. If you are going to be playing the Clown Prince of Crime, and I know there are people who are going to disagree me, uh, you know, disagree with me on this, but understand my uh, opinion will not waver. I have this unwavering opinion that. It would not be sweet. If you're going to be playing the Clown Prince of Crime, you have to look like a clown. He did not look like a clown. Even if they have the, the whole concept about being uh, dipped in like this vat of acid in there again, uh, yeah, that's probably one of the agreed upon um, like trademarks and his uh, 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 what do you call it like the origin uh, of how he became the Joker yeah I mean to comic book fans we, we can agree that's how he became how, uh, how he is but he does not look like the Joker. He does not look like a clown. Look up any image on, on a computer right now and see what definitions you dig up on, on what makes a clown a clown. I mean, whether it be a horror comic, a DC comic, or whatever realm of comics that you uh, read nowadays... Um, you'll see a clown. Especially if you read Spawn, you know what a clown looks like. <laughs> I think the John Leguizamo uh, clown in Spawn was just there for comic relief, but um, all the same, he looked like a clown, but he's a clown that can transform. Uh, now... Keith Leisure was the Clown Prince of Crime. Jared Leto, not a clown. He looked like an emo teenager wannabe, of wanting to be the Joker, and uh, I, I didn't like the whole damaged on his uh, forehead, the tattoos, uh, which is kind of like referencing the whole, uh, Joker, ha-ha, and the, uh, uh, laugh on his hand that they covers with his mouth. I mean, what is all of that? That's garbage. I'm sorry. It is. it's, it's not the clown prince of Crime. He may be a mob boss wannabe, um, who wants to be the Joker, but he is not the Joker. Heath Leisure. Now I'm getting to the meat of the part. Heath Leisure. Now, I love Heath Leisure's Joker. Did you know that the makeup concept was all his idea? He had uh, this idea with Christopher Nolan. He sat down with him and said, You know what I uh, think the audience wants? I think the audience wants something a little realistic and believable to look up to. And if I'm given the proper... Uh, artistic uh, expression of how I think the uh, Joker should look and act like Uh, I want to design the Joker myself. And he said to him, Christopher Nolan, he said, that's exactly what I had in mind because this is a much darker realm of uh, Batman, and uh, he uh, agreed with his leisure. So he locked himself away in isolation. Uh, he wanted to experiment of what it felt like uh, going crazy back in the days of 30s and 40s, they would have called it Going Mad, but since we're in today's world and the uh, Christopher Mullen movie was supposed to be taking place today anyway, um, he uh, had like a darker undertone and gritty look to it to make it look like it's taken place in today's world, like the real world that we live in. And that's what made it great. And his his acting, his pleasure, uh, every time that he tries out uh, different voices and, and it sounds like that he's talking to somebody else um, that's him getting into character, and, and he had like the Joker, uh, like, journal of kind of getting an idea um, how to bring this character uh, to life, what he thinks. Uh, the Joker likes to look up and read about and stuff like that to channel that uh, Joker when he's on set. And when he's out in life, well, he still acts like the Joker in life, but he doesn't try to scare anybody. But when he's on set, that's where he becomes really scary. And one time he Uh, went up to the producer it must have been several weeks or months later he walks up to him and says you want to know how I got these stars my father was a drinker and a fiend One night, he goes off crazier than usual. Mommy gets the kitchen knife to defend herself. He doesn't like that. Not one bit. So, me watching takes the knife to her, laughing while he does it. He turns to me, and he says, Why so serious, Comes at me with a knife. Why so serious, Sticks the blade in my mouth. Let's put a smile on that face. And... Why so serious? And the producer and everybody behind the scenes of No One's Dark Knife, they were... Uh, just, like, having all the chills, uh, saying, like, oh, he's got it down. And so, he got the makeup on himself. He scrunched up his eyebrows by, uh, lifting his eyebrows upward and, and using that cake cream, uh, clown makeup around his face. And, uh, when he releases his, uh, eyebrow muscles uh, it just becomes like an imperfect uh, clown makeup and then he uh, experimented with the scars and, and he uh, found a way to loosen it up I don't know the exact steps that he did but he actually found a way to make the prosthetics uh, fit and work uh so, so he's able to talk with these prosthetics so they're not stiff and uh, they just become his scars and, and he took like uh, something that's almost like a uh, uh, a lipstick kind of uh, makeup but, I mean it's, it's red makeup pink but, but it's made to look like kind of like a lipstick kind of thing that you spread across your face and uh, rumor is that he had like uh, prosthetics uh, around his uh, mouth and that's probably why you kind of see him give like that uh, flick of of the tongue every time kind of like a lizard but uh, that's said to help keep his mouth moist uh, as he's talking. But it works, and I'm pretty sure he was asked about it later on, saying like, uh, "Hey Heath, um, I know you were trying to uh, uh, keep yourself talking." in this scene and that scene and this scene over here too you were licking your uh, lips a lot in, in most of these scenes so do you want us to edit that out or keep it in there and I'm pretty sure he he was like no that's the Joker keep that in there and um, now the reason why like, Heath Ledger is a Joker is, well, first of all, let's, let's get this out of the way. People were worried about how Heath Ledger was going to take uh, this whole dark night business. But uh, they just saw him as like a teenage heartthrob, and you know, like 10 things I hate about you and all of this schmaltzy aimed at uh, Gene uh, movies. He's like a heartthrob for 14 movies and uh, they just don't uh, think he was able to pull it off that they weren't taking him seriously but uh, let me tell you the end result uh, speaks for itself because watch the movie I guarantee this, this the Joker in that movie that we see right now. A crazy person who is also sane, uh, but he kills for the fun of it, or uh, manipulates people uh, for the fun of it as, as well. Um, but doesn't do exactly what Keith Ledger did portrayed on on screen. But there's the other person that would match you dead on the screen, and there's a third person, fourth, fifth. Uh, just put all of those characters, real life people together, melted into one. Now, you've got your real life Joker all together, but could somebody uh, be as crazy as the real Joker in real life? Spoke a little bit. Could somebody potentially uh, be something what Heath Ledger was portraying on on a movie in reality nowadays? Possibly. Kind of makes you wonder, though. I'm I'm going to say maybe about at least an 85 to 93 percent. Uh, not a perfect hundred, but there could potentially be some, uh, something like that, like Heath Fletcher's uh, train, which makes it just as scary in reality. Because uh, here's one thing I like about Heath Fletcher he doesn't have a rhyme or reason why he steals or kills people. He explains it in the hospital scene. I'll try to play it out for you. Word for word, if I... and to die Why then everybody loses their minds introduce a little anarchy upset the established shore and everything becomes chaos I'm an agent of chaos oh inside of your head kind of like you have a crazy side yourself that he's trying to bring you down to his level. And in some ways, yes, it it makes perfect sense that the way how he explains it, uh, I don't know if that was improvised or what was going on or if it was scripted, but that's what makes that all seem brilliant because he is a method. the reason why he's called the Joker according to some of the theories according to YouTube is that he's trying to prove that uh, life as we know it is more of a joke Uh, like things are just chaotic and, and that's what he's trying to prove I'll have to end it right here all my best pieces that I had before I kind of messed up on but um, this is kind of like take two so to speak so uh, maybe I'll come back with an episode two if there is going to be an episode two we'll see So, I just want to get my views of why I like Heath Ledger uh, as the Joker. Hope you enjoy listening to it. Thanks. Bye. Oh, just one other thing. As usual, this is Marvel slash Paranormal chat. Speaking here. Until next time. This is uh, Marvel slash Paranormal uh, Chat signing off. Talking about uh, why I like Heath Ledger's Joker. All right. You take care. Have a good night. Good evening. Good afternoon. Good morning. Wherever you may be. Signing off.